0: Well, hello and welcome to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here in Auckland City in my kitchen. Great to have you here with me today for day 155 of 365 days of Bible reading, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or YouTube. Hello and welcome back for another awesome day of Bible reading. Let's have a look at our scriptures that we are going to be reading today. Psalm chapter 69, verse 29 to 36. Acts chapter 1, verse 23 to chapter 2, verse 21. And 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 6 to chapter 6 verse 23. So those are our scriptures that we are reading today. Let's get into the brews for today, our coffee of choice. And today we're back with the Simplicity, sim, Simply Society Coffee, that's what it is. Again, I've got my random little bag of beans. Right, I feel like Jack and the Beanstalk with my little bag of beans. So I got my bag, bag of beans, got my bag of beans right here. And from Society Coffee, this is their seasonal espresso blend candied spice apple, malt chocolate, and roasted walnut. Now, it is an espresso blend, so I'm gonna try the espresso last. I've got it as a plunger today. You'll remember the last time I tried this was a good seven out of 10. So let's give this a go, and let's see how good it really is in the plunger. Let's give it a try. Oh, yeah. Wow, a lot sweeter than the the, the plunger, I mean the Chemex lot sweeter than the Chemex, which I wasn't surprising, which I wasn't expecting, uh, which I wasn't surprising. I wasn't expecting, I am surprised by uh, the, the sweetness in that. Uh, there's a little bit less of the chocolatey and the walnutty flavour, although the aftertaste does linger, in almost like a hazelnut flavour, which is quite lovely, and I do enjoy that. This is good. I'm going to put this at a 6. I think I prefer it as a Chemex, but it's a 6. Six point five out of ten for me, in in terms of the coffee. I enjoy it. Enjoyed it. You you should try. I think you should try. I think you should try this. That's what I think. Hmm. I think you should give it a go. I think you should give it a go. It's a little bit acidic. That's my. That's why it's a little bit less. The Chemex had a nice smooth taste to so it. This has got a sharp acidic flavor or, or feel. Like it's quite like ooh, it hits you in the mouth. But the other one was quite smooth. So that's the brew for today. The Society Coffee, Seasonal Espresso Blend, Brazil, Ethiopia, and Colombia, Candied Spice, Apple, Malt, Chocolate, and Roasted Walnut. Sounds lovely. Why wouldn't you give it a go? You should. That is it for the brews today, though. Let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here. Now, unfortunately for some of us, heaven is going to be loud. Like, when you read about heaven in the Bible, it's not going to be a silent place of contemplation or humming along. hmm. <laughs> Hmm, hmm, hmm. Every time heaven moves on earth, I hope you enjoyed my humming. Every time there is uh, the, the heaven moves on earth, there's either a sound before, during, or after the move of heaven on earth. Worship is one of those sounds. And in our psalm today, it ends in a song of worship. It says, I will praise him. I will praise God's name, sorry, in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. Let heaven and earth praise him. Worship is not something that we do on earth, but it's also something that is done in heaven and we're going to do in heaven. And what's cool is when we worship here on earth, we join in with the sounds of heaven. Worship doesn't just please God, but it also affects others. Verse 32 today says that the poor will see and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts live. Listen to me today. Our worship is contagious. It has the power not just to join in with heaven, but also make an impact here on earth as well. In Acts today, we see the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And there are three things the people at Pentecost experienced. The first thing is that they experienced power. They heard a sound like a violent wind. Now, having been someone who lived in Wellington and grown up in Wellington, New Zealand, nicknamed Windy Wellington, we know a thing or two about violent wind. And it's the opposite of silent. The Hebrew word for wind is ruach. Now, ruach, you got to get in there. Ruach which it it literally means breath or wind. It's used in the Old Testament as the word for the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God. And the day of Pentecost was actually a fulfillment of when Jesus had breathed on his disciples and he said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. See, it's God's desire that we would all receive the breath of heaven, the Holy Spirit in our lives. We all need it. We all need his breath in us and on us. Without our natural breath, (sighs) that's what that sounds like. Without our natural breath, we'd be dead. In the same way, we cannot be alive spiritually until we have received his breath in our lives. The second thing that they received at Pentecost is fire. The Bible says that tongues of fire fell on every person. Now, it wasn't actual fire, okay? It was the manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit, representing power, purity, and passion. Fire is a purifier. When we receive the fire of God, we're refined. We see the impurities go, and we see the end result of a stronger, purer person re- purified and refined by the fire of God. But we also see power. See, the the way engines work, and I'm not a mechanic, but I have been getting into the, the Formula One, although at the time of recording, it's a little bit boring. Max Verstappen keeps winning. If you're watching in 10 years, who's Max Verstappen? Who knows? Maybe the greatest racer of all time. Maybe better than Lewis Hamilton. It's controversial. Anyway, the way engines work, to the best of my understanding, is that it's a series of small explosions that happen in the engine. That's why you need spark plugs to ignite the fuel. And the fuel works as, as like, it's a little expl- a series of lots of little explosions. Now, it's the same for us. if if we're going to move forward like a car moves forward, then we need to have the fire of God alive in us so that we have the power to move, the power to see things advance in our lives. Listen, we all need the fire. It was a personalized fire. They each had their own tongue of fire that settled on their head. It wasn't just this blanket fire. It was a personalized touch of the Holy Spirit. This is important to realize. It's a personal touch that God has for all of us. We all need to receive this in our lives for ourselves. The third thing is that language is what they experienced. All of them were filled and spoke in other tongues as the spirit enabled them to. These were heavenly languages that they hadn't learned themselves. Here in this moment, we see the reversal of the Tower of Babel where they were split into different cultures and split into different languages now unified, listen, in spirit. They're not unified around their culture, okay? They're unified around their spirit. The power of heaven and the Holy Spirit doesn't exist for us to elevate culture. No, instead, the only culture that we're supposed to elevate is the culture and the kingdom of heaven. It's the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that enabled them to spread the gospel to different cultures and different languages, speaking in those tongues, right? But it wasn't the glorification of different cultures. We have to be careful not to take the scripture out of context And not to say, well, here we are. This is why we should elevate every culture. No, no, no. We should elevate the name of Jesus. And in elevating the name of Jesus, we come in contact with the power of heaven that empowers us to reach every tribe, every tongue. Because the Bible says every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. And this is what we see now. We see a unifying factor through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's this gift of tongues that brings unity to the church and also to us with God. It's an awesome gift, and we we should desire to receive it from God, praying in the gift of tongues. Finally, today, we see God giving David another victory. And what followed was a celebration, and it was a loud affair. The Bible says that songs, harps, lyres, tambourines, sistrums, and cymbals were all used in this celebration, and it would have been very, very loud. Now, most of these instruments that I've just listed, we know what they are. But what about the final two? What about the lyre and the sistrums? Now, a lyre is like a handheld harp. It had strings and you play it. bling, 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 bling. That's, that was my attempt. The, the other thing there is sistrums. Now, a sistrum is a sacred Egyptian instrument that was made of wood and metal that acted like a rattle. So you'd shake it like a rattle. So now, now when you read the Bible and you hear about the lyres and the sistrums, you, you know what we're talking about? I'm just here to help. The Bible says that David danced and worshiped God in a very uh, de- demonstrative way. Demonstrative, demonstrative way. Demonstrative way. Demonstrative, w- and will tell you how to actually say that word at another time. He, he danced with passion, right? This is what I want to focus on. He praised God with passion. He praised God with passion, and he danced in his undies with all his might. Now, this is a great example of undignified praise. And obviously, obviously, we shouldn't be going and doing this in church, right? Keep your pants on. But what we should do is we should take David's heart and we should try and capture his heart and try and replicate that in our lives. See, his heart, in his heart, there was a sense of being undignified before the Lord. It was a sense of earnest zeal and passion and praise and gratitude. And I think we should take that. We should learn from David's heart and we should take that and apply it to our lives as well. Listen, I'm not saying we should be attention grabbing in church. I'm not saying we should make it all about us when it comes to praise and worship. But I am saying that we need to make sure we have a genuine heart and celebrate God's goodness in our lives. I'm tired of the golf claps. Give God a shout of praise. No more, no more. It's time to actually praise God and lift up a mighty shout so that all the world can know of God's goodness. I love it. Verse of the day. Verse of the day, today Psalm 69 verse 31 says, this will please God more than ox, more than a bull with its horns and its hooves. Oh, what is this that pleases God more than an ox and more with a bull, more than a bull with horns and hooves? I'll tell you what it is. It's praise and thanksgiving. Wow, uh, this is huge. This is huge because within the context of the Old Testament, They had to sacrifice things to be made right with God. So get this, God is more pleased with our offering of praise than He is a sacrificial offering that we could make to the Lord. It pleases God more than all of the animals on the face of the earth that we could sacrifice. It pleases Him more. This is huge. I wonder if for us, we're putting more emphasis in our own lives on sacrifice instead of praise because if we praise god that's what pleases him more than sacrifice and that is a crazy thought to be fair it's not even just a crazy thought it's a crazy fact that is it though for today thank you for joining me for day 155 here on the daily brew i pray a blessing for you as you read these scriptures i love the book of acts the acts portion of this devotional was longer than the other two by a considerable amount. But that's because I love the book of Acts and I'm so stoked that we're into it. I'm loving, loving, loving getting through these books with you. And I hope that you're enjoying it as well. Listen, that is it for today. Thank you for joining me, no matter where you are around the world, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or all of our other platforms. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that... I've already said that. I pray that God blesses you, but I genuinely do. I'm genuinely grateful for you going on this journey. Hey, if you haven't done so already, take a moment and share this with someone who you think it's going to bless. Get them to start from day one and walk with them through the journey of going through this Bible in a year plan. Hey, bless you. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day. We're going to try this society coffee in an espresso blend, the, what it was made for. So I'm excited. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great sleep. We'll see you. If it's a, it's We're done. We're done. Done. Thank you. Goodbye. Enjoy. Here's the thing.